Hello and welcome. You are listening to That Plant-Based Doula Podcast. My name is Serenity and I am your host and That Plant-Based Doula. In this podcast, we discuss various topics pertaining to natural reproductive and general health using whole plant-based foods and herbs, as well as other natural implements. Let's go ahead and get started. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to my podcast. I'm so excited to have you listening this week. Um, We are talking about cycle syncing, and we're going to be covering each four phase of our menstrual cycle or, um, you know, our whole reproductive cycle from the menstrual phase to the follicular phase, ovulatory phase, and the luteal phase. We're going to break it down. We're going to talk about what's going on in each of those phases, as well as how we can support each phase through lifestyle, dietary, hydration, and all of those um, type of habits. So I'm really excited to get started with this topic. And if you are listening in on the podcast, I am broadcasting live to the community members of the Papaya Collective, which is my free community on Facebook. But Um, Before too long, the Tuesday Tea will be being transferred over to my new app, Papaya. It's called Papaya App, and I will be broadcasting live in there on Tuesdays, every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. So I'm going to go ahead and get my viewers up here on the live broadcast in the Papaya Collective and do a couple other techno-type things to get us going, and then we will get started. All right, so today we are talking about cycle syncing, and this is a topic that I love because not only does it promote, you know, wellness and mindful living, but it promotes self-love and femininity, and those are all things that we all could benefit from here in the Papaya Collective, and there's a lot of great stuff in this in this episode that we're going to talk about, so I do recommend that if you have something to write with, you could kind of take notes. Um, if not, I mean, you can always come back to this video, and it will also be available on my podcast later this afternoon. Um, but this is something that you want to know, so you can kind of start planning around your own body. It's really a crazy concept, but... The more that you do this, the more you get in the habit of doing this, you're going to see yourself be just so much more efficient, so much more productive, If I mean, obviously, if you're not already, um, but it's going to make that even more, like 10 times more powerful, if you will. So I want to also preface this video by saying that if you are on any hormonal birth control, then this will not necessarily work for you, um, but the information is still there, it's still valid, and if you ever decide that you want to come off of hormonal birth control, then um, this information will still stand and still serve you, especially when you're coming off of that because you may have some symptoms afterwards that you need to kind of regulate and get yourself balanced, and that's what cycle syncing is really about. So I'm going to answer the questions, you know, what what is cycle syncing? How do you track your period even when, uh, or even know what phase you're in? And then we're going to go through each of the four phases and kind of break that down by phase. And I'm going to give you a list of foods that you can eat and um, herbs that will help you during that specific phase as well as hydration tips. So this is a super um, jam-packed video 
podcast episode, whatever you want to call it, but I am very excited to be doing this. I see a bit of a lag on my video. So, what is cycle syncing? So, cycle syncing is the idea that by tracking your cycle, you could tune into the hormonal fluctuations that take place over the month, and, and you can eat, drink, live, like I already said, um, live in your life to promote optimal function because you're being mindful of the changes that your body is going through. I'm sure many of you have woken up and every day you feel different, right? And I guess that's kind of where the whole like women are crazy and women are bipolar and all of that kind of stuff comes in. And it's not that we are those things. We are just very in tune, first of all. We may not even know we're in tune. But second of all, our bodies change like no other. Men's bodies pretty much are going to stay the same. Um, when they get older, they have a few little things here and there. But for the most part, they're pretty much the same. Women, on the other hand, we are the epitome of constant change and evolution, and it's amazing and frustrating at the same time. So when you utilize cycle syncing, for example, um, in the first half of your cycle, your estrogen is very low. So eating foods that promote and support estrogen may help you feel more balanced. So let's go ahead and dive in and talk about how to track your cycle and how to in turn nourish and hydrate. Sorry, I'm looking over here and over here. <laughs> how to nourish and hydrate in each phase in order to promote balance and flow in your life. So first of all, how do you track your period or even know what phase you're in? That's a really good question that a lot of women are like, what? I don't get it. I don't understand. And honestly, I blame sex ed. I blame the lack of valuable information that schools teach us during those important years where we start to learn about our cycle and what to expect. Um, I do blame that because for the longest time I was clueless. I had no idea how any of it worked. And that is another reason why I am just very passionate about um, well, fertility, but teaching women about their bodies because it's just very sad how many of us, I mean, I'm 28, um, and I didn't start understanding this stuff until my early 20s. And I know women that are in their 30s and 40s who still don't get it. And I'm not knocking them. Like I said, it comes from a lack of, of education. Like, we're not being taught the correct things. So, if you've been in my group for any period of time, you've probably heard me talk about cycle tracking and charting. I have a whole course dedicated to tracking and charting and looking for different symptoms. Um... All of that good stuff. But luckily for you, luckily for me, luckily for all of us, there are a lot of amazing apps out there that will help you to do so. And when you utilize the features, like when you fully utilize the features in the apps, like you log your symptoms, you log if you've been sexually active, you log the mucus consistency, all of those good things, then you will be able to chart and see what your body's doing. And then you'll be able to know what to expect in the months to come. Um, you just need to have all of your information for one month, but you need to know that the most accurate results in regards to timing will come after you have three to four months of data. So if you don't feel like, the thing is when you first start paying attention to your cycle, you're like, well, I had my period on the 18th of last month. So you're going to assume then that it's going to happen on the 18th or around that time again next month. 
but maybe it doesn't. So you're not really getting a good um, trend. So you need to do this at least three times, three to four times before you actually start to see um, a trend. So these apps really make it easy for you to take, you know, it takes all the guesswork out of what you're doing. So um, Period Tracker, Flow is the one that I use, Clue is a good one, and if you download the Papaya app, there's actually a whole section dedicated to cycle tracking, charting, syncing, all of that, and um, we have a section of apps that you can go download, and it takes you right to the App Store to download these apps to track your, your cycles, um, as well as videos like the one that you're watching, if you're listening on the podcast, um, podcast references, things like that. But um, you just go under the cycle tracking and charting tool and you'll get all the information you need in regards to cycle syncing, tracking, charting, all that good stuff. Hello ladies that are just joining us. If you're watching, please leave me a comment. Let me know you're here so I know I'm not talking to myself. And please ask questions, input information. I love to hear what you're saying. And y'all, don't mind my Draco Malfoy, Ellen DeGeneres style I'm rocking. It's, it's something, that's for sure. <laughs> so the first phase that we're going to talk about, and you know, this is kind of where we can, we base the rest of your month off of, is your menstrual phase. So your menstrual phase lasts anywhere from three to seven days. And I want to also remind you all that when we talk about cramping, when we're talking about... Um, length, cycle lengths, when we're talking about a lot of different symptoms, please understand that I'm talking about um, average, okay? So it's not necessarily normal to have a lot of cramping. Um, it's not necessarily normal to have a period for seven days. So that being said, there's things that you could do to help alleviate those symptoms. But I'm talking on average so that everybody collectively can kind of understand what I'm talking about. And that's a whole different topic for a whole different video, but we're just talking on average, this is how long these phases last, and these are the symptoms that women typically feel. But just because women typically feel these symptoms does not mean it's normal because you have to understand the diet that we, we have today. Most women aren't very mindful to what they're eating and not because they're lazy or anything, but because they just don't know. So that's where somebody like me comes in and I help you to understand the foods that you need to eat in order to be the best version of yourself. I'm so sorry. I've got like, I just took a shower and I got like a little something hanging on my nose and I'm just like, <laughs> okay. So yeah, I just had to note that and know because I have a couple of you in here who are clients and I've helped you balance your cycles. I've helped you with fertility and all that stuff before. And so you're probably like, okay, but she told me not to do this or she told me this wasn't normal. Yes, every information I've given you before um, is correct. And I'm not straying from that, but, but we're talking on average. Give me just a second. Okay, so sorry about that. Hello ladies, if you're just tuning in, I love to see all your beautiful faces on here. 
Leave a comment to let me know that you're here. We're just getting started, literally just now, and we're starting with the menstrual phase. So this lasts anywhere from three to seven days. It begins with day one of your period, and it ends when your period ends. Um, so what's going on during the menstrual phase? Um, that's a good question. So the lining of the uterus is shedding. <laughs> we all know about that part. The hormones are, your hormones are at an all-time low in the beginning of your cycle, and they begin to increase to a little more stable levels at the end of your period. So you'll be losing blood and iron, sorry, prostaglandins, which cause cramping. Um, these are peaking now at this point. So all the, the hormones that cause the cramping, they're going to start to peak during this point. So you may have had some cramping and whatnot in your ovulatory phase, but it's really going to peak during your menstrual phase. Now, typically when you have an over overabundant amount of cramping, there is some imbalance somewhere. So just finding what that is and eating correctly for that, um, you could typically see a lessening of those symptoms after about two to three cycles, you'll start to see a difference if you keep at whatever the regimen is you're doing to change that. But we're not talking about that today. We're talking about cycle syncing and how to support each cycle, each phase in your cycle. So with all of these hormone fluctuations, you're going to feel kind of inward and slow and just tired, you know, just, ugh, you don't feel good. Um, and that's totally, that's normal. I mean, a lot of stuff is going on. So... How can you, hi Tara, how can you support this phase in your cycle? So you want to eat iron building foods and foods that assist in iron absorption and foods that are anti-inflammatory to fight cramps. You need to, you need to drink the most water now than any other time during the month. Right now when you're losing a lot of blood, um, a lot of iron, you need to be hydrating, hydrating, hydrating. So Hydrate. You need to be having at least two, two liters every single day. No caffeine. And kombucha is really awesome during this period of time, if you believe in kombucha, um, to help with your gut, which can go crazy during menstruation. We all know about, like, period poops. Not good. Like, sucks. Really bad. Once again, this can be a sign of an imbalance, but we're going with it. We're going to nourish our body at this time. And hi, Christina. Thanks for joining us. You are not, you have not missed much. We're just getting through the first phase of our cycle. So you want the two, two liters of water every day. Please no caffeine. Drink um, some kombucha. Take lots of um, probiotics, all that good stuff. You can eat like fermented vegetables if you don't want to do the kombucha. Um, but yes, please always um, nurture your gut. So, some plant-based foods, and I'm sure there are, like, animal-based foods if you want to go that route, but I am the plant-based doula, so we're going to talk about what are some plant-based foods that you can incorporate during this, this three- to seven-day window to nourish your period. Spinach, chard, kale, collard greens, broccoli, mushrooms, beets, bell peppers, lentils, pinto beans, kidney beans, chickpeas, citrus fruits, cherries, pineapples, mango, papaya. Did I go too fast for you? So those are all really great nourishing foods that will help balance you, will help keep you hydrated, nourished, um, and kind of help alleviate these symptoms. There's also some herbs and spices I highly recommend during this time. Um, I have had, so since my miscarriage in July, I have had some crazy periods, like very long, very painful, which is kind of to be expected after something like that. Um, 
you know, and I have been very close to grabbing some ibuprofen and just being like, to hell with it, I need something. But um, taking, I make like a turmeric ginger shot or even, uh, even garlic will help as well, but like making that turmeric ginger shot that you get at most natural food places or juice places that they call it a wellness shot usually. Um, I take those like crazy with a little bit of cayenne. That right there is three top anti-inflammatory herbs that are sure to, like, I feel better almost immediately. So here are some anti-inflammatory herbs and spices. Um, turmeric, ginger, cinnamon, cayenne, parsley, cardamom, cumin, garlic, and curry. These are all some things that you could incorporate to your diet during this time to help stave off those cramps. And honestly, they're just really good for you in general. Helps um, with inflammation, obviously. So um, you should honestly be incorporating at least one of those into your diet every single day, but especially during this time. All right, the next phase is your follicular phase. This lasts about 13 days, but it's going to vary from woman to woman, um, and there's going to be a lot of other factors to consider as well. Again, how balanced are you? What's your diet? What's your lifestyle? All that. So, what's happening during the follicular phase? Your body is preparing an egg to release. So, the hormones estrogen and testosterone are finally, like, they're peaking. And you're going to feel really confident. You're going to feel full of energy. And you're going to just think a lot clearer, clearer um, faster, and you're going to move faster. So, ideally, like, in survival times, you just always want to be in a follicular phase, right? But that's not realistic. However... That's how you're usually going to feel. If you're feeling different during that time, then you may want to look about look into balancing. Um, so, what can you do with all of this energy? What can you do with what with what's going on right now? So, you want to use the energy to stay healthy, work out, stay active, um, eat energy building foods like foods that are packed with vitamins, nutrients, and minerals. Don't forget your minerals. But yes, if you love to work out, now is the time to hit it and hit it hard. Like, obviously, always listen to your body, but take advantage of this extra energy and work your body out because you're going to need the strength. You're going to need the wellness in um, weeks to come. I thought my alarm was about to go off, but it didn't. Um, so hydrate. How can you hydrate? You're going to be needing to drink at least two liters per day. Use frozen fruit as ice cubes and lemon and lime to boost your energy. So always staying hydrated, always drinking at least two liter liters a day, but the added fruit for ice cubes will help with energy. It just kind of adds a little, you know, zip to your water and it's good. Here are some plant-based foods you can eat during the follicular phase. Chia seeds, I swear by chia seeds, I, do y'all remember when I posted something about like, uh, well the chia egg, but then the water bottle with chia seeds or whatever I posted, I don't remember. Well that was when I was pregnant and I didn't know I was pregnant and I was so, so tired you guys. And I was just like, I was be driving because I'm always traveling, right? And I was driving three hours away and as soon as I get in my car, I'm just like, oh my gosh, I'm about to fall asleep. Well, I stopped, got me a bottle of like smart water. Filled it with some chia seeds, shook it up, let them kind of swell up a little bit, and then I chugged it, and I literally had the best energy. And I was like, I can't believe I forgot about this, you know, like, <laughs> it was so crazy. But I'm telling you, I swear by chia seeds, when you're really low on energy, it really, it does help. Um, 
Beet juice also is something that I found kind of helps me as well. It kind of is an acquired taste. But yes, yeah, so chia seeds, quinoa, pumpkin seeds, peanuts, almonds, walnuts, hemp seeds, bananas, apples, apricots, kiwis, blueberries, green beans, peas, carrots, sprouts, artichoke, parsley, sweet potatoes, and brown rice. These are all some really good energy inducing foods and again will kind of help nourish and hydrate you during that point in your cycle. So your ovulatory phase is the phase directly after that, and it will last roughly 14 days after the first day of your period. And so ovulatory, obviously, this is when you start to ovulate. Your body is releasing an egg into your fallopian tubes, getting it ready for fertilization. And when this cycle starts, it's going to begin with high levels of estrogen and testosterone, which they're going to leave you feeling like sexy and flirty and really social and outgoing. I always know it and when I'm ovulating because I'm like I see my husband completely different. Like I love him to death all the time, but like he could do no wrong in my eyes. <laughs> and I'm literally I am ovulating right now. Raise your hand if you are ovulating right now. Um but it's very funny, you know, and there's other symptoms that you could tell like your um discharge consistency and all of that. But <laughs> It cracks me up, so when I'm like writing out my notes on here, I'm like, should I, you know, add my my two cents? Well, here, here's my two cents. So, um, yeah, if you have a significant other like that and you start to feel like extremely attracted to them, even more than normal or whatever, um, could be a good sign that you are ovulating. So, like I said, you're going to feel flirty, you're going to feel social, you're going to feel outgoing um, right around or after ovulation. Um, around this time, progesterone then is on the rise, which will leave you feeling sluggish and introverted and snuggly and protective more than usual. Um, and water weight is easily acquired here. Constipation, cramping, and nausea are not uncommon. So, um, you know, I've had some women come to me and they're like, I think something's wrong, I'm cramping, but it's not time for my period, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, when is your period due? And they're like, well, about two weeks from now. And I'm like, well, could you be ovulating? And they're like, maybe. So, um, you know, I actually, I think that just comes with, again, being really in tune with yourself and knowing, like, when you start paying attention, you're going to notice all the little signs. And I always cramp when I'm ovulating. Um, not necessarily terribly, but I always feel some twinges in one ovary or the other. And it's nice to know because if you're not trying to have children and you're not on any of the pharmaceutically prescribed birth controls, then you have to have a method of family planning. And so that definitely helps me be like, okay, we gotta, <laughs> we gotta be careful or abstain, you know? Um, so what are some ways to support yourself during the ovulatory phase? So you can boost your energy. Um, you want to boost your energy so you can prepare for the low energy phases ahead. You want to avoid salty foods to eliminate bloating. You need to hydrate and eat fiber-rich foods and keep moving and exercising to decrease constipation. Eat foods that are high in water content. This is a super easy way to stay hydrated. You don't have to sit there with your, you know, <laughs> so many of you guys hate drinking water and it really makes me sad, but, um, you don't have to sit there with your gallon jug and, you know, loathe the fact that you have half a gallon left or whatever it is. Like, always try to incorporate hydrating foods as well. And we're going to talk about what those are in just a moment. 
When you're drinking, when you're hydrating, again, at least two liters a day, um, you should add a green powder to increase fiber. I really love my detox and cleanse powder from Natural Grocers. I have shared it in my stories before. It's like 12 bucks and it lasts, it lasts my whole family because I give my kids um, this powder a few times a week. But I have it every day in my smoothies and when my husband's home, he has it every day in his smoothies. But it's amazing. It lasts us, what, how long? At least a month for 12 bucks for four people. Not too bad. And it tastes really good. It's like a mango and peach. And I put it in my water too. If like I'm in a hurry that day and I don't have time to make a smoothie, I will at least put a scoop of it in um, some water, shake it up, and go. And it's got spirulina and goji berries and lots of amazing good stuff. So there's that. Some plant-based food options for the ovulatory phase of your cycle. And I added cauliflower and broccoli, but I'm always like a little weird about mainly broccoli because I've read that it's a totally like man-made or something vegetable in that only certain regions of the world can really tolerate it. I personally have not noticed a real difference like it affecting me any one way or the other. But I know like cauliflower, broccoli, um, even Brussels sprouts can induce gas for some women and people. So if that is the case for you, avoid those two foods um, or three foods during this time especially because that is when you're going to be the most bloated. But anything, any greens, um, tomatoes, potatoes, bell peppers, eggplant, zucchini, squash, lettuce, cucumber, very hydrating, um, radish, watermelon, and cantaloupe. Very hydrating. Grapes, grapefruit, plums, pears, peaches, berries, goji berry, maca, microgreens, spirulina, uh, which microgreens, spirulina, both greens, sunflower seeds, macadamia nuts, and pistachios. Now, on to the last one, but not the least one, is the luteal phase. And this lasts approximately 14 days. And what's happening in here? Well, this is when the egg is either fertilized and it prepares for attachment to the uterus or without pregnancy, it will disintegrate and your body will prepare to cycle again. The first four to seven days, you will typically have normal energy and mood that will slowly decline over the rest of the two weeks. Um, if pregnancy does not occur during this phase, your hormones will take a big drop and can cause the worst feelings of the month. PMS symptoms, and as estrogen drops, serotonin follows, causing you to feel a bit down, and that combined with, with the high progesterone will cause cravings for fatty, high-carb foods, and increased appetite in general. Literally, hate that part. Definitely hate that part. I don't know what's worse, that part or the menstrual cycle. So, how can you support the um, this phase of your cycle? Listen to your body. In every phase of your body, listen to your body. But especially now, listen to your body. Keep exercising, but you're going to notice your energy levels starting to decrease. And when this happens, just take it easy with some low-impact movement like yoga, walking, um, and indulge, indulge. But be mindful. You can listen to your cravings. This is your body's way of preparing for menstruation. Um, but make sure that you're eating high iron, ultra-nourishing foods, and they're the most ingredient, nutrient-dense, indulgent foods, okay? So if you want to indulge, 
indulge. I love saying indulge. <laughs> but do so with nutrient-dense foods, okay? Try not to just go and eat a box of ding-dongs and a Dr. Pepper or whatever it is that, that you want to do. Um, it can be hard sometimes. And if you do do that, don't be hard on yourself, okay? This whole thing, this whole cycle-sinking thought and idea is really more, more about self-love than anything and we women need to give ourselves some love sometimes because we spend a lot of our days a lot of our time giving love to everybody and just feeling very empty so this is a way that you can easily just take care of yourself without having to give it much thought without having to spend much money or anything um, just taking care of yourself from the inside out so how can you um, how can you nourish yourself with hydration and plant-based foods? Well, again, you're going to want to drink at least two liters of water a day, especially right now. I mean, I always avoid, I always tell you guys to avoid caffeine at all costs as women. It's just not good for us. But especially right now during this follicular phase, the two weeks right before your period, you want to avoid caffeine and don't let yourself get dehydrated. When you aren't hydrated at any time, you're going to feel like total crap. But especially at this point in your cycle, when you get dehydrated, you're going to know. You're going to feel very, very bad. So stay hydrated. Whatever the proper amount of water is for you, that's significant and, and you know unique for you. Um, but make sure you're drinking. And then some plant-based foods that you can... Um, indulge on <laughs> to nourish this part of your cycle. Um, vegetable broth, kale, chard, arugula, cabbage, avocado, figs, raspberries, sweet potatoes, carrots, bananas, plantains, which you guys, plantains, fried. Okay, I have this friend, I have to stop to tell y'all this. I have this friend from Africa and she would make like this chicken dish with like fried plantains on the side, which one time, I, as a child, I keep going off on different stories, but one time as a child, I bit into a plantain thinking it was like a baby banana, and it was the nastiest thing I'd ever tasted, but I also hated beets too when I was a kid, so, but anyway, I digress. So she would fry these plantains, and she's like, you want to try some? And I'm like, not really, because I'm flashing back to my childhood of hating that plantain, but girl, let me tell you something. <laughs> I tried these fried plantains and it was the best thing. Like, it was so good. It was better than, you know, like how we make chips at home with sliced potatoes baked or fried or fries. Like, it was better than that because it was a little sweet, but it was like a little salty and it was so delicious. So, again, you want to indulge on some, you know, chips, um, chocolate, get some plantains, freaking slice them up. Fry them real good in a pan with some like avocado oil and enjoy those things because I'm telling you right now, it's so good. And you can make like a creamy ranch out of like pureed avocado, a little bit of almond milk and you can season it how you want and you can dip your plantains in that and you have a whole awesome thing going on. So um, back to what I was telling you, you could eat plantains, brown rice, almonds, sunflower seeds, black beans and chickpeas, and those will all nourish you during your luteal phase. And I said follicular er earlier, but I meant luteal, and y'all know what I'm talking about, hopefully. So that's the four phases of our, our cycles, and that is how you support them through hydration, through diet, through herbs, and just through being mindful overall. 
And I promise you, I challenge each of you that have watched this, and if you've stayed watching this for this entire time, I challenge you to try this starting today because it's never too late to start. Um, if you have your, if you have a period tracking app, then you can go and you can usually see where you're at. I love the Flow app because when you open your Flow app, it's going to tell you what what stage you're in. So from there, you could take what I've given you today and start nourishing yourself today. This isn't something you have to wait for November 1st to do. And it's not something that's going to be so hard. You know what I'm saying? I'm not asking you to cut anything out um, other than the stuff I've already asked you to before. <laughs> Just kidding. But this is things you can incorporate into your everyday lifestyle, okay? And once you do, what my challenge is, you know, try this for one whole month. So say you're in your ovulatory phase today, at the end of your ovulatory phase next month, come to me and let me know how much different you feel. Um, like I said, it could take a good two to three months to feel a difference, um, but I don't think so. I think if you actually fully commit to being mindful of each and every phase that you're in, um, you're going to notice a real difference. And there's other things that you could do to practice self-love, and if you want to know more tips on how to do that, let me know. But as a woman, this is where it starts. This is the whole basis of why we are what, what we are. And it's beautiful. And I know we hate, we can hate getting our periods. But honestly, I've gotten to that weird point where I'm like, yeah, I got a period. Not like, oh, I don't want to be pregnant. But like, my body is working the correct way. I'm doing something right. Because there are women who struggle with even having a period. And they may not understand why. And it could be something as simple as being more mindful to where they're at each and every phase. So... If y'all want to see more of this type of content, you can do so by downloading Papaya, which is my new app that's coming out in about a week. I'm waiting on Google and Apple, and they're just kind of dragging their feet. I um, may have a little surprise for y'all pretty soon, but we'll see about that. Anyway, go download Papaya, and there is a lot of amazing features in there, not to mention the social network aspect where you can communicate and chat and live stream and have your own customizable profile to get to know other women within the Papaya community. There are various communities within the Papaya community that you can join based on various topics like business, um, leadership. There are just a lot of different cool cool topics, as well as Papaya 2.0, my premium community that is going to have a lot of great um, freebies, giveaways, good stuff like that that you'll want to take part in as a premium member of Papaya. But go utilize that mobile doula feature, my favorite feature of the entire app. It has an herbal encyclopedia, natural remedies, emergency protocols, and there is a whole section dedicated to our cycles, tracking, charting, syncing, all that good stuff. So, Christina, thank you so much for tuning in. I really appreciate that. Um, I love what I do. I love the information that I share with you all. It is so important that I get this message out to as many people as possible because the more of us who are aware and mindful, I think the faster that we can be on a track of healing as a collective. So um, I love it. I love all of you. I respect and appreciate all of you so much. And stay tuned for the launch of Papaya, my new app. It's going to be in the Apple App Store. What is it called, you guys? Because I'm not an Apple user. And the Google Play Store for you Android users. And it's going to be ready for download very, very, very soon. And what do y'all want to hear about next week? That's a good idea. Good question. 
let me know. Send me a message. Send me an email. Thatplantbaseddoula at gmail.com. Stay mindful. Stay well. I'll check you later. Bye. Hey, gorgeous. If you love this episode, could you do me a favor? Screenshot this episode and post it on your stories and tag at that plant based doula. Thanks so much, and I hope you have a wonderful week. Hey, are you tired of Facebook and the constant censorship and political drama and blah, 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 blah? It just goes on and on. And it's honestly, it's a bunch of crap that you don't even care to see. Like, why is it even popping up? The ads, the just everything surrounding Facebook. Are you tired of it? Because I know I am. Well, guess what? You're in luck. If you're looking for a new social media platform that's made for women, by women, and centered around a holistic approach approach to life, whether it's... Um, pregnancy, parenting, just general wellness, then you need to join the Papaya app when it launches this fall of 2020. The Papaya app is an amazing concept and I'm really excited to be able to bring this to the forefront and make it available in all major platforms and app stores and all that good stuff. It's super easy to download. It's going to be free for everybody. It's free to be a basic member. And if you are a natural health professional, it doesn't matter what your expertise is, um, whether it's in birth or energy or breastfeeding or chiropractic care, yoga, massage, um, herbalism, feminine health, it doesn't matter. If you want to come on there and promote your services and be able to create a community of your own that you can reach your, your clients and following with, easier, more clearly, without all the extra BS, then you can become a Papaya Partner. If you want to find out more about becoming a member, becoming a partner, or just basically what the Papaya app is, the Papaya Collective is, then go visit us on Instagram at the official Papaya Collective and click the link in our bio and you'll get all the information you need there. And you can contact us with any more information or questions or concerns at officialpapayacollective at gmail.com.